Hey Vessels, this is Love. And thank you for tuning in for another episode of Voice of a Vessel Podcast, where we want to encourage and inspire you to be you. And where we want you to grow in purpose, on purpose. This week I'm talking about influence, trust, growth, and authority. Let's go. Hey guys, we're recording without Zion this week, but I didn't want to not record anything. I know that this episode is probably reaching you guys late because last week I was not feeling well at all. I mean, it was really bad, guys. It was, you know, like, okay, so this week, the scripture that ran through my mind over and over again is, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the enemy was trying to take me out last week, y'all. As we know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. It was funny because people were like hitting me up. People I haven't talked to in a while. I have a cousin who lives in North Carolina and I hadn't really touched base with with her in a couple months. And out of the blue, she just hit me up like I was on her mind and she just wanted to check on me. And then another one of my girlfriends that I haven't spoke to in a couple months, we both kind of went through things in our families and we're just kind of in a quiet space, you know, kind of praying for each other and getting our minds together and stuff. And we hadn't really connected. And she hit me up and was like, hey, you know, you were on my mind. How you doing? And then another one of my girlfriends late that night sent me a text and was like, hey, you've been on my mind. I'm praying for you, sis. And it was so awesome because I remember a couple years ago, a friend of mine was going through something and she said, nobody picked her up in the spirit. You mean to tell me I'm connected to all of these people and nobody picked up in the spirit that I was going through something? I remember telling her then, we can't always assume that people don't pick up on when we're going through stuff. Sometimes I pick up on things and I don't call the person because I'm not led to. God will just tell me to pray. He'll just let me know to pray. And sometimes he gives me specific areas and sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes I'm just praying for everything. I'm worn and on every level. And so be encouraged, man. People are going through a lot, but God is good. God is faithful. He will never leave you or forsake you. And I'm telling you, even when it got dark, not even my family knew, like just my children, the people in my household, that's it, knew how bad it was. But I just held on to his unchanging hand. I don't want to sound cliche-ish, but it's the truth. I just trusted in him. God, I know you got more for me. I know that you are faithful. I know that this too shall pass. I know that I'm healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. I know by his stripes, I am healed. I know that his blood covers me from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And so I did not operate in fear. Now, did I feel fear? Did I have those doubts or worries come in my head? Of course I did. But I just stayed in faith. I stayed in faith. I quoted scriptures. I listened to praise music. I prayed. I prayed and prayed and prayed and told my kids to pray. Y'all be in prayer for me because I'm going through something. And when it got really, really rough, I laid down. I went in my room in my quiet space and I just prayed. It was a couple days of me just really not feeling well, like me really sensing that this thing is really trying to shut me up and take me out. But I made it. And so I'm saying all of this to say that the episode is late, it's delayed. And if you listen to the first couple episodes of the podcast, we had a whole episode called Delayed But Not Defeated. I'm delayed this week recording. Sanzine couldn't be here with me. 
However, guess what? I'm not defeated. I'm better than ever. I came back in power. I'm still going to minister. I'm still going to encourage. I'm still going to get the word out. God is still good. I'm still walking in love. So we might have those moments, but it's okay. It's going to be okay. God's got us. Really, he's got us. God has us. I say that with full confidence. And so I'm back. And this week, I want to talk about a couple things. So I'm just going to jump right into it. There will be no random ridiculousness this week. I think I have enough to say to kind of fill up this episode without taking any break with like the comedy and stuff like that. I feel like this message is very important. So the first thing I want to talk about is influence. And I've talked about business before on this podcast. You guys know that, you know, I have a business. And so with business comes influence. I believe as a child of God, there's influence in that. I believe we get a level of influence with that, right? Not for us, for others to serve. And so I started a TikTok page just because, you know, it was like a business resource. Never did anything with it. Started it up. I'm not really a social media person, so I always rely on my children to help me. So I started a TikTok page. And what I love about it is I can go through my entire TikTok feed and everything just blesses me. It's like nothing but word. And it's God. I can't say it's nothing else but God because it's just amazing how it's so filtered. I don't get none of the mess. Everything is kind of filtered and kind of catered directly to me. And I appreciate that. The other night it was raining really, really bad and it woke me up out of my sleep. So I got up and I prayed and I read my word for a little while and I had a notification come up on my phone from TikTok. And so I tuned in, I'm scrolling through and I see this guy who the top of the screen said answering Bible questions. So you could join him and he gave everybody like three minutes or something to ask their questions. And he was typing in scriptures, bringing it up, reading the scriptures to people. And it was so many people flooding into this live at like 3 a.m., maybe four o'clock in the morning. It was probably like an hour later. So about 4 a.m., you had all of these people joining this live and asking their questions. And you had all kind of religion, people that said that they were atheists and stuff, all kind of people just falling into this, asking their questions. And what I loved about it was nobody argued. There was nobody being rude or nasty. But what really, really disturbed me was that it was not sound doctrine. So. I was always taught growing up that when you read the scripture, you should probably read the scripture before the scripture under, right? Or read the chapter to get kind of like an idea of what the scripture is about, what was going on in that time, stuff like that to kind of really understand the context of the reason for the scripture, right? The guy was answering questions, but it was not sound doctrine. And it was disturbing me so much. My spirit was so disturbed because there was so many young people hungry, really, really hungry for the word and hungry for guidance and insight. And I remember commenting, just ask the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. You can ask God for wisdom. Ask him to open up your eyes, open up your ears. Ask him to help you, to direct you and study for yourself. When I was young, I think I was like 15 or 16. My parents have pictures of me in my bedroom sitting on my bed with books covering the whole bed. I had so many concordances and cross-reference books and different Bibles. You know, the Hebrew Greek study Bible, the 1611 Bible. I would have a KJV Bible, NIV Bible, Amplified Bible so I can search 
all the different scriptures and references and cross references and then concordances to get an explanation of what it meant right but I still didn't rely on that I relied on the Holy Spirit like God helped me to come into the full understanding of what this is meant and why this is written and how to apply it to my life and it's so important to do that because you can't just ask someone a question especially about the Bible and just get one answer and then run with it you have to study yourself to make sure that it's in the right context because what I've learned in my 40 plus years on this earth is people understand based on their level of perception so I can read a scripture today and it will mean this to me five years from now after I've had children, after I've been married, whatever the case may be, after life experiences, I can read the same scripture and get something completely different from it. Because people understand based on their level of perception or understanding or wherever they are, right? It's important not to just take somebody's word for it. It's so important that we're utilizing our influence for God, not for us, not for man, not for fame, not for fortune, money, none of that, that we're using our influence to reconcile the world to Christ, to bring people back into the body of Christ. So that's what we're here for. That's our main ministry and purpose on the earth, reconciliation. And our influence is important. It's important to understand our influence. It's important to understand who we are and what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to operate. And the basis of it all is love. That's the basis of it all. That brings me to authority. And the reason why I wanted to talk about influence and authority was because when you understand that people are hungry and you understand that you do have influence, like when you walk in a room, the atmosphere is shift. And it probably does. And you probably, you might not even know it, but you have influence as a child of God. You have influence as a child of the most high. That comes with the level of influence, right? And so it's important for us to understand our authority. So let me go back. Last week when I was feeling really, really bad, when I knew that something was up, something was not right, that, and I'm not going to go into details of exactly what part of my body was affected, but when I recognized what was going on and what was trying to happen to me, I had to take authority over my body. I had to arrest any type of spirit that was trying to oppress my body. And it's important for us to understand we have that authority in the earth. Not later, not after Christ comes back. We have that authority on earth. That's why we pray for his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's why we pray that because we have that authority in the earth. He gave that authority to us. A lot of people think that the world is the enemy's territory. The world is the devil's territory. And I don't agree with that at all. We have authority. We have authority on earth. And it's important for us to understand that authority. So if you want homework, find out what your authority is in Christ. Find out who you are in Christ. Find out your level of influence on the earth. Start there. So that you can start taking authority over spirit. So you can start taking authority over things that try to oppress, things that try to weigh you down, things that try to hinder you. And if it's not you, your family. I remember when my mother was sick and it had gotten really bad. They wanted to call hospice in. And I remember walking the floor in prayer. I remember taking authority. And what I learned was my kids and I have this motto. 
And it is, if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. And I realized with everything that was going on with my mom in the most important moments was that I had never really warred with the spirit of death. Never really warred to that extent. And I was emotionally connected. And so I've learned so much in hindsight. But what I learned was the tools that we have, we have to be able to wield those tools. It's like if you're going to be a professional marksman, you don't wait until you're on the top of the roof trying to hit your mark or your target to actually hold a gun. You don't wait. You get prepared beforehand. If you're a pilot, you don't just show up and say, okay, I'm ready to fly the plane or the helicopter. No, you get prepared. And so there's ways that we should be preparing ourselves. Now, we should be wielding our authority. We should be wielding our tools right now in the spirit realm so that when those moments come and we have to raise somebody from the dead or God tells us to do something, we're already equipped and ready to do it. And so with that influence and with that authority, it's important to understand trust. It's important to be around people that we trust. It's important that we're only listening to people that we trust. We have to consider the source. We have to in all things. So I was talking to my daughter and we were talking about something that was like a public, it was like public information. It was something that maybe like a celebrity had said or something like that. And I stopped and I was like, you know what? Zion, we have to consider the source. It's a track record thing, right? So if I know that you always exaggerate or if I know that you're not good at communicating the truth, then when you come and tell me something, I have to consider the source. I have to. And that's with all things. If I don't know you from nothing and you come and you tell me, oh, well, the way you've been doing it is completely wrong. You should do it like this. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to consider what you said. It just means I'm going to also consider the source. What's your fruit? How long have you been operating in this area? How good are you at teaching? Have you taken these steps in your own life? Things like that. Consider the source. We have to work on our discernment because. We can't just trust any and everybody, especially with our souls. One of the things he said, and I don't want to repeat it at all, but, and it was crazy because it was like a curse. He was telling people that if they didn't do a certain thing, that they would die prematurely. And I'm like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be careful with what you say, because you don't know how somebody else is going to take that thing and run with it, or they're going to apply this thing. And then you have a generation of people that started a tradition and their family. And so now this whole entire family never has debt, for instance, because you told them that they have to pay everything with cash and they can't have any debt because, you know, the Bible says, oh, no man, nothing. So now you have this family that's been struggling. The parents were struggling. Now the children are struggling. Now the grandchildren are struggling because the great grandparent heard oh, no, man, nothing. And they took that thing and thought that, oh, well, I'm never supposed to have a car note. I'm never supposed to pay rent or have a mortgage payment. I'm never supposed to pay an electricity bill or, you know, I'm never supposed to have any type of debt whatsoever. And so now I just sacrifice until I can pay for it in cash. Or now I'm getting a phone and instead of having a contract and I pay it each month, I have to be able to pay it for the year so I can owe no man nothing. And it's just like, you don't know how something you say can get twisted or somebody can take it the wrong way. And 
they can actually be a residual thing like it can affect generations so you have to make sure you consider the source before you walk out here trusting everybody because everybody's not giving you the truth they're not and if you have a track record of being a liar then people are considering you when you come with information to them if you have a track record of being a gossiper then people will consider the source when you say stuff i've always told my children i remember they were really young maybe six and eight and we were talking about something and it was something simple like somebody took an extra honey bun out the kitchen or something like that and i remember sitting them down and explaining to them never steal because if somebody catches you stealing one time Anytime anything gets missing, they'll always think it's you. That thought will go through their mind. Never lie. Because if anyone catches anyone to lie, and anything that you say later, they will question because you get where I'm going with this? So we have to be careful of who we listen to, of what we take to heart and what we allow to enter into our mind and, and take root in us. And then because we can operate outside of that, not even really realizing that that was the source and that's where it came from. And then because you don't consider the source, this person has altered something that could residually affect your children and their children and the children after them. And that's tradition. And a lot of traditions are not biblical. A lot of traditions are not cool, but people do it because that's just what my father did and what his father did and what his father did. And now you have a generation 100 years later, 30, 40, 50 years later, that's trying to clear up this one thing that somebody did. And it has trickled down to affect all of these generations. And the last thing I want to talk about today is focus. Like never before, we have to be focused. There is a prize. We already have the victory. We just have to walk this thing out. We have to be diligent. We have to seek his face. There are two scriptures that have been kind of coming to me all week. And the first one is John 9 and 4. And then the NKJV, it says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. And again, read a couple scriptures above, read a couple scriptures below, read the whole chapter, find out what the scripture is talking about, what it's referring to, why it's there. But I just kept thinking about that scripture of I must work the works of him who sent me while it's day because the night coming when no one can work. We got to be busy. We got to be doing it now, not later. The time is now. I've been saying if you follow me on Vessel to Bless You at Instagram or Facebook, I've been saying it. The time is now. And one of my girlfriends told me this a year ago. She told me she heard it in the spirit and that thing resonated with me so much. And then it's been getting louder and louder and louder. And I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. The time is now. Whatever you're working on, whatever you've been procrastinating about, whatever it is, the time is now. Do it. Start that business. Write that book. The time is now. If you know you need to be seeking God, seek him. If you know you need to be exercising, exercise. If you know you need to quit smoking weed or cigarettes, quit. If you know you need to stop drinking, stop. Whatever it is, the time is now. We have to be diligent about the Father's business. It's time for recovery. I kept hearing recover all, recover all. I did an Instagram post where I just talked about recompense and reconciliation and restoration. The time is now to recover, to restore, to be renewed, to refocus. It's been a reset. 
I'm not just trying to throw out our words. I want to empower you that's listening. Whatever you want, go get it. Remember, only what you do for God will last. Whatever it is, whatever you know you need to be doing, the time is now. And finally, to end this episode, we always try to end with a quote. And this one I posted, I actually shared it from Cindy Jacobs back in 2013. And it came up on my Facebook feed recently, like those memories. And I just thought it was so awesome. And she said back in 2013, if I could hear Christ praying for me in the next room, I wouldn't fear a million enemies. Yet distance makes no difference. He is praying for you. Can you imagine listening to Christ pray for you? And how powerful and soothing and motivating and all of that that would be. Can you imagine? Well, he is literally praying for you that's listening right now. Right now, he's praying for you. There is nothing to fear. There is nothing to worry about. We don't have to drag our feet. We don't have to hang our heads. And we definitely don't have to be afraid of anything. Because when God is for you, who can be against you? I love you. I hope that you are having a wonderful week. I hope that you've been blessed. I know that you are blessed. I hope that you are continually blessed. We want you to stay strong, be a voice, be a vessel, be you. Make sure to hit the subscribe button and check out our website at VesselToBlessYou.com. Anything you want to hear on the show, let us know. We want to encourage and inspire you to be you. Shop our merch, read the blog, and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Vessel to Bless You, where we grow in purpose on purpose. Shout out to Jay Weeks with the dope beat. Where the music at? Hey.